Today I wanted to talk to you about bears. We have a major problem in the panhandle. We have for a number of years. And now it's time that we do something about it. It gives us an option if you hear your door kicked in in the middle of the night, hear something rummaging around your kitchen, walk out into the kitchen and there's this huge black bear destroying it. Digging through your refrigerator, putting you and your children and your pets at risk. Today you can't shoot that bear. You have to sit there and blow a whistle and hope you have some bear mace and call FWC and and pray, you know, unless it comes right at you within inches. This is absurd. This bill is going to give clarification to Floridians that in these circumstances, you are allowed to use lethal force to defend yourself. So this is HB 87. Uh, Representative Jason Schoff is the one who's running it. There has been some changes in the language If you've been following this bill, care about this issue, it's obviously a panhandle-related bill because of the issue of black bears and dealing with them. And as you heard Representative Schoff explaining, the purpose of this is to make it clear that you have the right to defend yourself against a black bear if your life is in danger from one. The original language was very open, allowing even if there's like significant damage to property, and they brought up how even damage to a tent would qualify. That that language has all been changed. Um, It really now is, you know, threat to life and pets and whatever. I have to go back up to pull up the language here for you in a second. But Mike Gottlieb, a Democrat, is asking the question, um, wait, can't you shoot a bear in self-defense now? I don't understand why if a bear has entered my home and is threatening me, why under current law am I not allowed to kill that bear for my own safety? Schiff, you recognize? FWC's bear rule does not specifically allow the use of lethal force without a permit, even in self-defense. Um, FWC acknowledges that the common law of defense of necessity, but they have not incorporated that into their rule. See, the issue is that FWC has what he calls almost godlike authority over game and wildlife issues because of the amendment we passed in the 90s, giving them that. And so you have this kind of tension between the sort of very common law understanding that you can always defend yourself against threats to your life, but... What if you're defending yourself against a threat to your life that comes from some kind of a protected or endangered or even just, you know, a black bear that is not within your purview to decide whether to kill it or not? And his answer is, well, look, we've had people have had to go through this stuff before because they weren't sure. And I don't I don't know about you, but I have often had concerns like this. You know, for example, we go bike riding all the time. We see big birds of prey flying around. And I always think to myself, I mean, I don't I think I'm too big for them to do anything about it. But, you know. What happens if, or I go walking a dog, and what happens if, you know, uh, or, you know, we don't have a lot of alligators around here, but there are some, and what happens if, I mean, if I, you know, if alligator comes running at me and I'm carrying, um, <laughs> just, you know, I'm not running, because <laughs> running is a less likely alternative for me versus the alligator, but then, oh, am I going to get arrested for that? Well, ugh. and he's just trying to clarify that when it comes to bears, right? Our friend Rep Trabolsi, and it was a firefighter in in her area that went out to his carport one night um, to get something out of his refrigerator, turned around, and there was a a full-grown black bear in his carport. He happened to keep a pistol above his refrigerator. As he felt threatened, he reached up and grabbed the pistol and shot the bear. He was arrested, and it took him a year, year and a half to clear his name. Um, We should not have people worrying about that in that moment. I completely agree. I 100% agree. However, there is a concern. 
And the concern is that people who just want to kill bears, right, that people who are out there to just, you know, take bears for whatever reason, that those people are going to be emboldened by this and that they're going to basically poach, poach more, poach more aggressively precisely because you've now made it legal to plausibly claim, well, I don't know, I was in the wilderness and, you know, this bear run ran at me, right? So some of the pe- people who were speaking against this um, very much run in the direction, not all of them, but some of them run in the direction of bears are people too. And bears are not people too. Bears are important. Bears are mammals. We should try to protect them and conserve them. But bears are not people. And if you put bear against person, I pick the human every single time. And if you put a bear against somebody's pet dog, I'm going to pick the pet dog every time because, you know, that's how that works. So, I, you know, because I understand the concerns about bear populations. And I also share the concern that this might embolden people to go hunting bears. But the perception that somehow this is going to create a lot of that, I think, is misguided. And, again, a lot of the critics were very much in the bears are people to error of equating human life with wildlife. We do not have a bear problem. We have an overpopulation of humans problem. What? We have a problem with what we do with our habitat. We lease property for other purposes, military exercises, we do prescribed burns, we have timber cutting in our forest. All of those activities scare the bears out of the forest. If I was a bear, I would rather go into a residential neighborhood and eat the food there than try to survive in the forest. Now, is there a human part of this problem? Oh, sure, no doubt. But, I mean, humans are more important than bears. Humans are more important than mice. Humans are more important than alligators. Humans are more important than sea turtles. Does that mean we shouldn't do our best to conserve and protect those animals and those creatures? No, we absolutely should. In fact, as a Christian, I think one of the things that uh, conservatives have failed on over the years is abandoning the you know species protection environmental concepts to uh, liberals. I think we have done a terrible job of abandoning that terrain because of the errors made in equating animal life with human life and the over protection of these at the expense of even you know of any cost to humans and i disagree with that okay so we should protect we're, we're given charge of dominion over you know god said hey you know be fruitful multiply protect the garden he said you know watch over this stuff be good stewards but that doesn't mean they're the same as people and so on the one hand i want to preserve and protect and you know manage well the wildlife but when the wildlife even if they do get pushed out, if the wildlife threatens a person, the wildlife dies. Period. 437-1620. Jake's got traffic on the fives. All right. We're still looking great on our roadways this morning. No accidents or slowdowns to tell you about. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. If you're coming out of Milton this morning on Highway 90 through Pace, I don't see anything slowing you down there. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear. If you see anything out there slowing you down, let us know. 437-1620. Call or text. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, By the way, we are under a tornado 
watch this one. I always have to think which it, which it is because it's such a stupid naming system, watch versus warning. The watch is the lower level. That's the paying attention for. Uh, warning means there's actually one been seen or imminent. Uh, but, you know, uh, southwestern Santa Rosa County right now, Garcon Point, um, you know, Gulf Breeze, all of that. Y'all are just getting it hard and are going to continue to get it for a little while. Uh, north Santa Rosa County actually is uh, gonna is getting it getting rain mostly at the moment, and it's gonna kind of continue this way for a while. For the uh, Pensacola Beach in southern Santa Rosa County is gonna get it for quite some time. Escambia, other than that, is mostly clear for the moment. Anyway, back to this discussion about bears. Um, uh, that was a woman named Ruth Nichols. Katrina Shaddix was another one. She's executive director of Bear Warrior United. Someone in Franklin County killed and poached a mother bear who had a radio collar around her neck. That was one of the FWC study bears. Um, if they have the audacity to kill a bear with a radio collar, knowing that that bear is being tracked, they cut her collar off through it in a stream. Um, this bill will give poachers the ability to poach our bears into extinction. They're already facing extinction because of deforestation to accommodate the millions of people moving here every day from other countries and other states. But this bill is going to push them over the brink. Okay, again, I'm all for creating conservation space for them, but given that humans are here, what do you plan to do with all the humans? You know? And this notion that somehow... We're going to be going out and everybody's going to be going out and hunting, which is kind of how it was portrayed. If you allow self-defense against bears, that somehow people are going to go out and go hunting them. Uh, you have to call Fish and Wildlife. Fish and Wildlife can still come and look at the evidence and make sure that it was done in self-defense. Um, you know, And it's kind of a, a catch-22 a little bit because on the one hand, the uh, opponents of this bill want to make it out like it's going to be the end of the world if we do this. But they also want to make it out like you already have this ability right now to protect yourself against the bears. Which is it? If this bill doesn't change much because you already have this ability, then you can't be too worried about the outcome consequences. On the other hand, if this does change something because you don't have this ability right now, then you could argue that there are going to be big consequences, but you cannot have both of those. You cannot have both. This is unnecessary because it doesn't change anything, not really. And also, God, this changes everything and it's going to destroy the world, right? So do I prefer to see a bear killed? No, of course not. Do I think that, you know, humans are encroaching on the habitat and humans are the source of some of these problems? I mean, sure. Do we need better education about trash management and not enticing the bears? And, you know, yeah, all of that. But the notion that people had who are opponents of this, that what we should really do is just teach people better how to manage their trash and then we can solve this problem and you won't have bears in your neighborhood. Okay, sure, let's do that. But between now and when that works, if a bear comes in my house, it'd be nice to know I can just kill the bear, right? And not have to worry about it, which is all this bill really does. 621 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Feel free to disagree with me. I am sure many will. That's perfectly fine. I'm Andrew McKay. The cooler weather in Pensacola is a great time of the year for gardening. Whether it's planting roses, planting shrubs and trees and cool weather color, and of course, planning for spring. This is Mike Wiggins. If you've got gardening questions, we've got answers on the News Radio Garden Line every Tuesday morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. And if you miss us on Tuesdays, then catch the Encore Edition every Saturday morning at 9. Sponsored by Pensacola Hardware, Blue Sky Landscaping, at Barnes Feed Store. Thinking about a side hustle? 
why not turn your hobby into a home-based business with a home embroidery machine from Daryl's of Pensacola. Daryl's Sewing has many embroidery machines to choose from, and they have single-needle or multi-needle machines, plus plenty of thread and supplies. Financing is available. Daryl's Sewing, 6705 North Davis Highway between Creighton and Burgess. Online at SewingInPensacola.com. The folks at Daryl's say, when you buy from us, you get from us. That's SewingInPensacola.com. Hi, I'm Terrence A. Gross. As many of you know, I am a local board-certified personal injury lawyer, and I have practiced in this community for almost 40 years. Our law firm handles only people that have been injured due to the negligence of another. Join me this Wednesday at 1030 on Pep Talk as we discuss all aspects of personal injury law. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. It's News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, AM 1620, the website, the app, or your smart device. It's news on your terms. Ram Man, He Man, and Castle Grayskull, each sold separately. You have to put the castle together. People are talking about this earlier today. A long-awaited special counsel report found that President Biden mishandled classified documents but will not face any criminal charges. Yeah. The report said Biden won't be charged because the jury would see him as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor... <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. <laughs> it's pretty embarrassing for Biden, but on the bright side, he'll forget about it five minutes later. So, I mean, just... <laughs> Oh, I love the part where he feels like he has to remind the audience. He's actually just telling the news story at this point. Actually, get this. uh, Yesterday, for the second time this week, Biden got mixed up while talking about world leaders and meant to say that he met with former German Chancellor Angela Merkel, but accidentally said the name of a German chancellor who died years ago. You know, other than the name, gender, and being dead, he got most of it right. So, I mean, you gotta give him close German. Uh, close. German. He got that right. 624 on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Meanwhile, uh, Trump over the weekend. Oh, good Lord. And one of the presidents of a big country stood up and said, Well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us? I said, You didn't pay? You're delinquent? He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. So we're going into an election, and the guy who's going to be the nominee for the Republicans is Trump, and I'm going to have to support him. Um, Because compared to the alternative I'm given, (laughs) I can't, there's no alternative. Um... And I'm going to hate it every step of the way because he's going to say stuff like this again and again. And I kind of like what Marco Rubio kind of had to say yesterday about this. It just, you know, look, I know what he did as president and he didn't do the craziest thing, but he was willing to threaten as a form of negotiation. And I take that. I mean, I take that, that he said, you know, the way you make a like parenting, right? The way you get a kid to behave is you make the threat credible. Sometimes you got to follow through on the threat. 
And if all you do is say, no, I'm going to count to three, but I'm going to count to three again, and I'm going to count to three. I mean, you know, at some point you got to spank the kid. And he's trying to get, you know, he's always about creating the reasonable expectation that he might actually do the crazy bleep <laughs> that he threatens. And if you don't get up to your 2% of your GDP that you're supposed to spend on your defense spending as a member of NATO, that he might just tell Russia, oh, go ahead, as a way of getting them to increase their spending, which they did under him because they were afraid of the threats. So is it just posturing? Would he actually follow through? Would he really let Russia just plain invade somebody? I don't think so. But the point is you don't know, and that's part of the negotiating strategy. So he's either a brilliant negotiator to get them to do their job, or he's crazy, terrifying man who would let Russia invade a NATO ally. 437-1620. I just have to prepare myself that it's going to be like this <laughs> for, you know, 10 months and then probably for four more years, too. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake? All right, I'm not seeing any major accidents reported by FHP, and I'm not seeing any major slowdowns on our maps this morning. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. If you're coming out of Milton this morning on Highway 90 through Pace, I don't see anything slowing you down there. Here in town, we've got no slowdown on Cervantes. Bayfront Parkway showing no delays. Avalon Boulevard is clear through to Garson Point Bridge, and... Uh, Looks like um, Longleaf, Mobile, Pine Forest Road, North Blue Angel Parkway, all checking in clear. If you see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Jen Stoltenberg, the uh, Secretary General of NATO, says, Any suggestion that allies will not defend each other undermines all of our security, including that of the U.S., and puts American and European soldiers at increased risk. Um, no election campaign is an excuse for playing with the security of the alliance. Um that's the defense minister of Poland, the second part there. Uh, yeah. But, okay, I mean, take Trump's side for just a second. You know, what he's trying to say is, well, what, they, should, they just not do their part and then we're still obligated? I, I get that argument, too. I do. And, you know, what would we do if? Well, so here's the other thing, by the way. This can affect things now, right? Because if the Russians think that Trump is going to win— and they think that they are therefore emboldened to attack NATO allies who underperform. Then again, if the NATO allies think that Trump is going to win and they're worried that he might not protect them if they don't pay up, basically, or start funding, maybe they start to invest more in the military, which has an effect. It's, I don't know. I, I, I spent a lot of time thinking about Trump going, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I can kind of see my way through all of this stuff. And what's the takeaway? I don't know. Uh, we got Steve in the newsroom with our headlines. Steve? Well, good morning. The King of Jordan's going to be at the White House today to discuss the precarious situation in the Middle East with President Biden. It's Biden's first meeting with King Abdullah since the three U.S. soldiers were killed in Jordan in a drone attack which was carried out by Iranian-backed militia. Memphis police say a suspect's in custody after multiple shootings across the city left one person dead yesterday and multiple people shot. MPD says the shootings took place across three different locations with a carjacking also being connected to the spree. At least four people were reportedly shot. Well, a man accused of breaking into cages at the Dallas Zoo last year, releasing animals, managed to avoid jail time. He was found incompetent to stand trial. See, the 25-year-old man's been sent to a state hospital, and they dropped six animal cruelty charges. He allegedly cut the zoo's fencing, allowing, allowing a clouded leopard to escape. Similar holes found later on in the monkey exhibit. Those primates were later found in a vacant home, leading cops to the arrest. 
of the man, not the apes. <laughs> and <laughs> that's right. what's happening. All right, Steve, thanks so much for the update. Oh, by the way, PNJ had a uh, story over the weekend uh, about several different bills that have been proposed in Florida. One of them is the Protection of Historical Monuments and Memorials, and it says that the bill would be retroactive back to 2017, meaning that the least square monument would be covered and there'd be a $5,000 fine for anybody who, you know, government official. That's been lowered to 1000 in the more recent and the retroactivity has also been taken out. The more recent version of the bill doesn't have those parts that same way. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Two hostages taken from Israel into Gaza by Hamas militants in October have been rescued under cover of airstrikes, reportedly killing at least 67 Palestinians. On the second floor of a building, Israeli soldiers engaged Hamas gunmen in a firefight before securing Fernando Marman and Luis Har. Once back in Israel, the two rescued hostages were flown by helicopter to the Sheba Medical Center here in Tel Aviv, where they were reunited with their families. Fox's Trey Yanks. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's back in the hospital. After a series of tests and evaluations, the secretary was admitted into the critical care unit at Walter Reed for supportive care and close monitoring. It is not clear how long Secretary Austin will remain hospitalized. That's Fox's Brooks Singman. Secretary Austin is also dealing with cancer. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 631, 69 degrees with a tornado watch until 9 a.m. this morning. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio Pensacola. Law enforcement and first responders face challenges and a lot of stress. Pensacola police say that could be tough to deal with, but there are resources to help. On Saturday, a conference was held in Pensacola and it tackled some of the hardships first responders face. Criminal Justice Coordinator Bruce Harris told Channel 3 students come uh, together from uh, law enforcement, first responders, and the military to tackle the common challenge that many of them face. Especially in today's climate when we have active shooters and we have um, all types of, of violent crimes that are taking place all over the nation. Um, the, the stress on law enforcement and corrections officers and the military because of the things that are going on overseas is, is enormous. Locally, Pensacola police say officers tough out terrible situations that could take a toll on civilians who are not used to the job. Most of the time they will see more in a month, more tragedy in a month than most people will see in their lifetime. Officer Mike Wood told Channel 3 News that the Pensacola Police Department works to offer access to mental health professionals. Senator Marco Rubio's defending comments, former President Trump made at a rally over the weekend. He was talking about something, a story that he talked about happened in the past. By the way, Donald Trump was president and he didn't pull us out of NATO. The Florida Republican said on CNN's State of the Union not to take the former president's comments about NATO countries literally. During a rally at Coastal Carolina University in Conway in South Carolina on Saturday, Trump said he would not only deny aid to a NATO country that was delinquent in payments, but would also encourage Russia to invade the country. Rubio said that was Trump's way of telling NATO countries to pay their fair share, adding what Trump did. That's what Trump did as president. The General Daniel Chappie James Museum celebrated their namesake's 104th birthday Saturday. They held a community party on the grounds of the museum. General James was the first black four-star general in the U.S. military. His son, Claude James, attended the gathering, and he says his father loved his hometown and shared memories of it everywhere he went. The museum and the Chappie, Chappie James Flight Academy next door were open for tours during the event. Well, we do have a tornado watch until 9 a.m. this morning. Let's check 
check out that forecast from Channel 3. This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. We will have a chance of showers and thunderstorms throughout the morning hours. A few storms could be strong. Showers come to an end as we go into the afternoon. For temperatures today, high is going to be reaching near 69 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 42. As you go into Tuesday, sunny skies with a high near 59 degrees. Tuesday night, temperatures dropping near 40. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thanks, Brooke. Right now, let's check out with Jake Walker for traffic on the fives. All right. I'm not seeing any major slowdowns on our roadways this morning. No accidents reported by FHP. Looks like I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Garson Point Bridge, that area there is a little slow right now. It could be just from the weather moving through and people getting through the toll. Uh, but other than that, around town, we're looking great. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing. If you're coming out of Milton this morning on uh, Highway 90 through Pace, I don't see anything slowing you down there. Um, if you see anything, you can always call or text our traffic tip line 437-1620. This traffic report is brought to you by uh, Frontier Motors. Frontier Motors is the only dealer Dave Ramsey recommends in Pensacola. Frontier Motors on Beverly Parkway. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Thanks, Jake. The threat that radar shows showers, basically very heavy showers moving through the area right now. And remember, we do have a tornado watch until 9 a.m. It's 69 in Pensacola, 69 in Gulf Breeze, and 69 also in Milton at 635. The next news is at 7, breaking news anytime. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, dependable. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission says Frigidaire has recalled over 380,000 side-by-side refrigerators due to choking and cutting hazards. The Frigidaire-branded side-by-side refrigerators with slim ice buckets have an assembly component that can break off with plastic pieces falling into the ice. The company has received over 340 reports of the plastic breaking off. The fridges were sold online at Frigidaire.com and at stores like Home Depot and Lowe's from 2015 to 2019. Former Apple employees have introduced new augmented reality glasses to the market. Brilliant Labs says the product, named Frame, will give wearers AI superpowers through the company's always online voice assistant, Noah. Axios reports the Frame glasses will go for $349 each and shipping will begin in April. Futures are mixed. Friday, the Dow Industrials were down 54 and the S&P 500 up 28. That's your money now. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Offer not valid in all states or prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. 
A better air filter on your air conditioner is nice, but it isn't enough. It takes a lot more than that to clean the air that you breathe. This is Todd with Gulf Coast Air Care. On Wednesday's Pep Talk, we'll talk about how to keep pollen, bacteria, and other pollutants out of your lungs. Remember what I always say, if you don't have a good air filter, you are one. Let's talk Wednesday morning at 9.30 on Pep Talk. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. When I can't sleep, my mind just races. I think about work, the kids, but I don't think about taking melatonin because I'm afraid I'll feel groggy in the morning. Zequel Pure Z's Gummies has an optimal dose of melatonin for no next day grogginess, so you can fall asleep naturally and wake up feeling refreshed. <sighs> Zequel Pure Z's Gummies for better sleep like never before. And try Pure Z Sleep plus next day energy with melatonin plus extended release B vitamins. Hey, Pensacola, get ready for a midday delight that will have you hooked. Weekdays from 11 until 2 on News Radio Pensacola. Tune in to the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins are the dynamic trio that will keep you entertained, informed, and laughing out loud during your lunch break. They dish out the hottest topics, bring you the latest news, and deliver their unique blend of humor and insight that will have you coming back for more. It's the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show on News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. Recently, I was at a prayer breakfast com commemorating Dr. Martin Luther King's life of service and for civil rights. Reverend Jeremy Rich gave an outstanding, arousing sermon based on a book that was written by Dr. Martin Luther King. And I know that some of you were there. The book was Chaos or Community. Some of you have really worked hard to create, to create a respectful community. And some of you have worked very hard to create chaos. And I know some of you are very proud of it. This is at the uh, Santa Rosa County Commission meeting. Oh, I didn't do my music. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's get prepared for this. Morning, everyone. We're here for public forum. Public forum is an opportunity for the public to get up and speak about anything they'd like to discuss. I don't get to play this one all that often, so I forgot about it. I'm here out of respect for myself and other people who were disrespected by Mr. by Mr. Parker recently. Your offensive comments that other that the other party do not have Christian biblical values. Your comments were disrespectful. You made a deliberate choice to create chaos, not community. You chose to spread divisive among, divisiveness among people because of their religious, political beliefs, opinions, and race. Elected leaders need to stop and think before they speak. What you say matters. It may have been benign to you and to others, but it was not benign to those that you were dis disrespected. You have a choice as a chairman, Mr. Parker, to, to practice your 
Christian biblical values by being respectful to everyone in your community. Create community, not chaos. Thank you. So this is a woman named Susan Kerr. I do not know who she is, but she was uh, upset, obviously, uh, and scolding uh, Commissioner Sam Parker for having previously said, and it's funny because I watched the previous meeting on Monday and I did not catch his comments then, but essentially saying that there's one party that's the party of the Bible and Christianity, that's the Republicans by implication, and one party that's not, the party of you know liberals and atheists and whatever, uh, and, and that's the Democrat Party. And uh, this is a viewpoint that we've heard in a more vociferous way from James Calkins before. And I thought that it was inappropriate the way he said it before. Uh, I think what Sam is about to say, um, look, here, here's how I would have reacted. If it were me, if it were me, and somebody says this to me, here's what I would say is uh, I have very, very good friends who are devout Christians um, and, you know, take their faith seriously, and uh, they're not Republicans. And I have very, very devout friends who are, <laughs> take their faith seriously, and they are Republicans. And um, I know atheists who are liberals, and I know atheists who are um, Republicans. I, it, it's dangerous in general to pretend that you've got all the truth on your side, you know, and that only your side has all of the truth. And that uh, only your, especially when it's a political viewpoint, that only your political viewpoint is legitimate. Um, there are, I mean, look, um, when it comes to political issues, there are a lot of things that make me very uncomfortable about our side's view. Okay? Uh, some of the embrace of violence and warfare and uh, unregulated capitalism and, and a tolerance for poverty and an indifference to uh, the destruction of wildlife or species. These are things that concern me about my side, and they should concern you too because those are all biblical concerns, right? Now, where do you land on these issues? Well, it's a complicated thing, but I would have probably taken a, you know, you know what? If I led you to believe that, I'm sorry. Because uh, it's not really what I believe. I think there are uh, stupid, wicked people on my side, and there are noble, virtuous people on your side. And, uh, you know, we need to work together, okay? I think my side has it right more often, but still, okay? Uh, that's not the response that Sam took, but I want to let him speak for himself. We can argue about the tint of the sky when the sun's setting and what color it is or how you feel about how we spend money or any other political thing, but when it comes to a moral compass and the absolute truth of God's word and the Bible, it's pretty clear on me. There's, there's no debate. <clears throat> For one, I didn't try to make anyone feel bad or demean anyone. I'm glad you said that. I am. God sent Jesus Christ to this world to die on the cross so that we could be forgiven of our sins. He loves everyone. Everyone in this world, God loves you. He doesn't love the sin when you're not living right, but he loves you, and he wants you to come to know the saving power of the blood of Jesus Christ, and that's why he died for our sins. Amen. And I don't have any problem with a politician saying stuff like that. I, th I think politicians ought to say it more, frankly. I mean, you know, context matters. Is it relevant to the conversation? Is it, you know, stump speeching on an election year? Uh, maybe. Okay. Is it what he really believes? I mean, yeah. Okay, 
I wish we had more religion in our political conversations, not less. The idea that we should get rid of religion is just saying that atheism should be the basis of everything we do, and that's nuts. Um, but so Sam goes on, and what I want you to think about while you're listening to this is, you know, do you think he said appropriate things, inappropriate things? What do you think? Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. There's people that believe in the sanctity of marriage, as the Bible says it is, between one man and one woman. It's not two men and it's not two women. That's a biblical absolute. That's not a political ideology. That's not a thing where we need to have a debate. That's me saying there's people that believe in that, that believe that the Bible is inspired by God's divine word, and God is as real today as he was yesterday and forevermore. Okay, these are all things I agree with, but I start to see where people would become uncomfortable, obviously. But okay, and is that county commission business... You know, his his job is to represent everybody in the county. He can take a position on, you know, I'm not sure what relevance particularly um, LGBT issues or opposing them has to do with um, county business. I mean, maybe it could under some circumstances, but he goes on. There's people that believe that when you die and leave this earth, you will spend eternity somewhere, whether that is in heaven or in hell. There's no ambiguity, but yet there's a political party that says there's no God. God didn't create us. There's people that want to talk about that we somehow evolved from monkeys or that two meteors collided. So here's where I start to draw. uh, I don't feel comfortable about it anymore. Not because I don't believe what he believes about creation versus evolution. I, I do. And not that I don't believe that believing that there isn't a God will lead to consequences that look horrific. I totally agree. The part I don't agree with is there are an awful lot of people who believe, I think mistakenly maybe, but still, uh, they believe that God oversaw or superintended or set things up so that evolution produced us the way we are. And they still hold the biblical values with that, at least some of them, perhaps all of them. And so the idea that somehow the, you know, Democrats, liberals, atheists, evolutionists, Bible deniers are all the same thing, no, that's very sloppy. (laughs) <laughs> That's very sloppy speech, and uh, I would disagree with that part of it in particular, even though I understand where he's coming from. 647 here on News Radio 923. We'll come back to this in a second. Jake's got traffic on the fives. We'll have to talk about this over lunch, Andrew. <laughs> mm. Cool. Right. I, don't know, I don't know what I said, but I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I just, uh, me and you uh, have a little differing opinion on that, but that's cool. Uh, this traffic report brought to you by Fresh from Florida. Meal planning is work, so let Fresh from Florida help. Learn what's in season and browse hundreds of recipes at freshfromflorida.com. Eat healthier with Fresh from Florida. There's sunshine in every bite. I'm not seeing anything on our roadways. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. I do have an accident that just popped up. It's not causing any slowdown. That's Whispering Pines Boulevard in uh, Navarre. That's uh, at 98 and Whispering Pines. Again, not seeing any slowdown, but uh, if you do see anything out there slowing you down, let us know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Five. So now I'm curious, where do you think we go? Well, I we, kinda, we diverge. I, 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 I've always kind of thought that the, you know, the seven days of creation is more of a, uh, you know, a timeline that we could understand, but it could have meant billions of years. So the whole, you know, God being, you know, the creator sure, the, the, of evolution. Sure. I'm, I'm totally for that. Yeah, the, the day-age theory is one version of that. There's a gap theory yeah. version of that. There's a variety of ways in which people who want to accept the long time frames version of the history of humanity and the, and the Earth want to reconcile that with 
the um, they would say perhaps the poetic version mm-hmm. of Genesis, the Genesis one, that that's not a uh, you know a direct historical narrative that a day doesn't mean a day. I, I'm, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't agree with that view, but I understand where you're coming from. That's <laughs> right, fine. Right. Um, so back to Sam Parker. I, just, I was curious what had set you yeah. off there. So uh, yeah. anyway, um, he goes even farther, okay, a little bit here. So just keep listening. I believe in the power of prayer. I believe we're called to pray. I believe that we didn't have these mass shootings and horrific killings in school systems when you had prayer in the school. Uh, so I just want to speak on that. Politics aside, you can feel whatever you want. So, which generally, I agree with that. But I think there's been, you know, massive cultural transformation in addition to not having the Bible and prayer in schools. That has not all worked in our favor. I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that if you put the Bible and prayer back in schools, that suddenly everything fixes itself. Would it make things better? Would it have kept things better? Yes, and yes. Is that the only answer to explain all these things? No. I mean, there's been a lot of other fa- proliferation of guns. I think you have to acknowledge. The proliferation of guns has also been an issue. Does that mean we should control them? No, but, you you know, it's a complicated subject. Again, Sam Parker continues. If you ever want to find me almost every Sunday or Wednesday, unless I'm out of town, I'm down there at Pace Assembly of God. I've been there since 2002. And, you know, I've had people come up here and attack my faith before. There's people in this audience that have actually said they're tired of hearing me talk about God. But I'm going to tell you what, I go to church every week because I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. We all fall short of the glory of God. I am far from perfect, and I need God's outpouring to fill up my life. Yeah, all of that. I mean, all of that. And then he finished off with... I'll tell you all, I probably don't do it enough. Our preacher always says we got to invite more people. So I'm going to make a note. I'll start doing it. If, uh, if you don't have a church home and you'd like one, we'd love to have you. Pace Assembly of God. It's right there on Highway 90. You'll see it when you pass by with the American flag and the Ten Commandments monument. We have a service every Sunday at 10 o'clock, and we, we'd love to have you. So uh, there's that, and I appreciate the diatribe. You think it's inappropriate for a sitting commissioner as the chairman of the commission to invite people to his church on Sunday? Does that make you feel uncomfortable or make you feel proud? I frankly feel both. I do. I, I frankly feel both. I feel a little bit like, ah, brother. <laughs> and I also feel like, Good for you. You know, because, like, I wouldn't want it to go unsaid. I wouldn't want it to go unsaid. And, again, I more religion, not less. You know, more God, more Bible is the solution to a lot of the problems that we have, not less. And pretending like that's not the thing that matters, that's not good. So he does this for about three minutes. He talks for about 345 altogether. And um, for people who think that this is all inappropriate, I just ask you a question, which is, the very next thing is Carrie Smith, Commissioner Carrie Smith, who talked for uh, he talked about weightlifting and the women's weightlifting teams in Northwest Florida and Santa Rosa County, and talked all about how they're doing great things, and it's good that he talked about that for eight minutes because it's something that he says he cares about. And I'm not saying he doesn't care about the other. I'm just because he actually there was a funny moment at the end where Sam issued another invitation to his church at the very end of the um, commission meeting, and then and then. Carrie Smith is like, well, I want to invite you to my church, too. They're both men of God, okay? That's not the issue. Um, but I thought, you know, why would it be okay to spend eight minutes talking about, you know, girls weightlifting? Good. It's a good thing. But not okay to talk for three minutes about church and God and Bible. You know, and like, so I'm a little conflicted in this regard. There's time and place questions and what's the appropriate thing for the commission chairman to be doing. I thought in response to what this woman had said, I'm glad he said what he said. Um, and I'm, I'm just telling you, I myself, 
you know, if I'm a politician, I'm probably talking about the Bible and Jesus the way I do on this show. Not all the time, not every moment, but, you know, it's there, and when it's relevant, it comes up. I used to talk about stuff like that in class, too. Got me in trouble sometimes. Got me fired sometimes. But I'd rather be the guy who got fired for talking about the relevant things that I think are important to people's lives, and then somebody says, well, we can't have that here, and be like, yeah, but it was worth doing anyway. So I thought that most of what he said, I, I support his right to say it. Some of what he said I would not have said his way, or do I agree with the you know the thing he said. Um, but politicians, even in election years when they might be making stumpish sort of speeches on the dais, can it go awry? Yes. Is this inappropriate? Well, I don't think so, but you know, you tell me what you think. 437-1620. Uh, let's see. Somebody says, uh, it's dangerous. I don't care what he thinks. Uh, see somebody else says, I'd rather believe in Jesus and find out he ain't real than not believe in him and find out that he is. Somebody else says the anti-science, anti-intellectualism that has infested the right in the last few years has been hard for me as a Republican. I actually understand that. Drives me crazy too. Well, Andrew, you just said, (laughs) yeah, but do you think I'm (laughs) anti-intellectual? You know, uh, I agree. The anti-intellectualism of the populism and anti-intellectualism of the right is, is oh, it's infuriating. It really is. 654 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. Your road to adventure starts with the 2024 Subaru Outback and the 2024 Subaru Forester. Both come standard with symmetrical all-wheel drive for confidence along the way. The Subaru Outback, according to Kelly Blue Book, is one of the best family cars of 2023. And according to Auto Trader and my good friend Max here, the Subaru Forester is one of the 2023 best cars for dog lovers. For information on all the awards and accolades from Kelly Blue Book and Auto Trader on the Subaru brand, the Subaru Outback, and the Subaru Forester, visit kellybluebookkbb.com and autotrader.com. Whether you're a Forester family or an Outback family, your road to adventure starts in a Subaru from Anderson Subaru. Go where love takes you. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Kelly Blue Book is a registered trademark of Kelly Blue Book Company, Incorporated. Auto Trader is a registered trademark and used with permission. Hi, this is Earl Ron. At New South Window, we bring the factory to you. Our windows and doors are made with quality in mind, and your products and installation are backed by our lifetime warranty. That's because New South Window knows the importance of single source accountability. We believe in removing the middleman so you get more for your money. This is real factory direct. One company, one call, guaranteed for life. Get New South Proud. For a limited time only, when you buy more, you can save more. Visit NewSouthWindow.com to learn more. The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like C-Max Materials, GE Wind Energy, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. 
Hobbies can be fun and expensive. How about a hobby that's fun and could make you money? Find out how this Thursday morning at 10 with Emerald Coast Coins. Hear about precious metals and metal detectors as a great hobby. For nearly 20 years, Emerald Coast Coins has been one of the top-rated businesses in Northwest Florida to buy and sell gold, silver, and the best metal detectors to find treasure. Get more information about this Thursday morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Start your mornings off informed with all things Pensacola on the Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. gallon of gas 319 florida averages 313 mississippi 278 and california is 461 and navarre 299 no no sorry 286 west of the walmart actually it's much better 296 at the uh that the uh, circle cane tiger point i believe it is yes that's right 305 in proper if you're in milton this morning these prices are a little bit higher than they were on friday 309 seems like everywhere yeah all through all along highway 90 309 if you get over on a nine mile in pensacola 285 at the walmart neighborhood market coming in from the southwest side 289 at the uh, used to be the TNC and now is the gas and go on Navy 657 News Radio 923. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake, this traffic report is brought to you by ECUA. I'm not seeing anything out there on our roadways slowing you down this morning. No accidents reported by FHP. Got a couple little fender benders here and there, one of them being at Whispering Pines Boulevard and Highway 98 in Navarre. I believe that's headed eastbound there, but no major slowdown, no road blockage there. Also, um, we have uh, Brent Lane and Rawson Lane uh, here in Pensacola, but again, not seeing any roadblock or slowdown from that fender bender as well. Uh, I-10 and I-110 look like they're at posted speeds. If you're coming out of Milton this morning on Highway 90 through uh, Pace, I don't see anything slowing you down there. And uh, looks like Highway 29 South through Cantonment is looking good. Uh, ECUA bulk waste service is now available. Call for pickup. Call by 2 p.m. the day before your service day. Learn more at ecua.fl.gov. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. A couple of quick texts follow up on the discussion about Sam Parker. Somebody says, maybe the form wasn't ideal, but Sam's sincerity of sentiment was clear. That sure beats duplicity. Someone else says his job is not to preach to me. Someone else says I'm proud of him. And uh, somebody says, uh, first I've heard the term anti-intellectualism on the right. Uh, can I explain that? Oh, it takes more time than, <laughs> than I got. And I completely excluded Steve Taylor from his newscast, but you'll hear from him next. He's got all your local news coming up next right after the break. And we'll talk about the Super Bowl, Super Bowl commercials, or anti-intellectualism on the right if you want me to. I certainly can. Listening to News Radio 92.3, WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. 